Ready? Here we go. Allie, are you there? I am. I am here. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for joining us here on Flushing Transit Authority. Um, uh, fans, this is something unusual. Um, I know this is generally a Mets podcast, and I sometimes take shots at other teams, um, the Yankees being one, and also the St. Louis Cardinals, you know, because they're not the Mets. But in the, interest of, in the interest of equal time, um, and because I owe her a staggering amount of money, um, I've invited my friend Allie Eastland here to sort of make the case to talk about her team and explain why maybe, maybe I've bet on the wrong horse, baseball horse in this case. So Allie, how are you today? I am doing just fine and dandy. How are you doing? You know what? I am having a great day. Um, wait, hang on. Back that up. I'm not. Um, in, Mets, um, in the Mets universe, Michael Conforto dislocated his shoulder and is probably out for the season. So that's really bad. But that we're not really here to bad. talk about the Mets. Right? It is. We're not here to talk about the Mets. Anyway, enough about how miserable I am today. Um, explain a couple of things to us first. Um, first of all, where in the world are you? I am in northeastern Iowa, uh, which is about a six-hour drive north, almost directly north of the amazing St. Louis area. Got it. Okay, just thank you. I want, I want, because a lot of people will say, where do Cardinals fans live? Um, like, do they live in houses? Do they just live, like, we don't know anything I about it. So Actually, I just needed to orient people. Free range on the Budweiser Brewery. Wow, I didn't know that. Fun fact. Hang on, I'm going to have to write that down. Wow, the things you learn when you podcast. Um, there's so many fun details. So all right, so we know where you we know roughly where you are. Please don't give us your actual street address because look, I know some of the people who listen to this podcast. I don't want them knowing where I live. So, so. I shouldn't say it's one, two, three fake street. Shit. That's my address <laughs> too. Shit. I should okay. have known. Okay. All right. All right. I'll, we'll cut that out. Anyway. All right. Let's get to the matter at hand. Um, let's start with the basics. Why the Cardinals? You know, I love, I get this question a lot. Because generally when people find out I'm a baseball fan, of course, the next question is, who's your team? And I say, Cardinals. And they just look at me and they go, why? It's really, really simple. My mom is a huge Cardinals fan herself, being that she grew up in a suburb of St. Louis. And that's where all of her family is, is right around there, far, farther south in Missouri. So uh, it's just in the genes, I like to say, even though all of my dad's side of the family are Cubs fans, besides my grandpa, who's a Yankees fan. Well... First of all, your grandfather, very problematic. Just, gonna <laughs> Just a little bit. I, I knew you'd really appreciate that. So, you know, Iowa, you know, obviously doesn't have a, a major league team of their own, but Iowa is kind of located where you could be a Cards fan, maybe you could be a Cubs fan. Ooh, gross. I'm better How than is that. that? <laughs> 
Yes, obviously. <laughs> but does that split by geography or does it split just by family? I think it goes a little bit of both. You get definitely the further south you are for Iowa, the more Cardinals fans you are going to find. But the fact that majority of our eastern border is right along Illinois, you do get a lot of the eastern fans also being Cubs fans. Um, and then kind of the same with the more north you go and the closer to the Minnesota border, you get a few more Twinkie fans up there, though I don't ever really see that many down here um, in more of East, central eastern Iowa, but um, where I'm here, you definitely see lots and lots of Cubs fans, uh-huh. and it's definitely the case anywhere in Iowa, seeing as their ma- minor league team is here in the capital. Um, uh-huh. But I definitely, when I do see Cardinals fans, especially like when I'm working or just out and about, and Molly's like, hey, I love that hat. I love your shirt. Like, us Cardinal fans here, we have to stick together because there is such a large Cubs base here. The worst. It's Um, it's kind of awful. When you think of the Cardinals, what do they represent to you? Like, what are the the adjectives you'd describe, uh, you'd use to describe the team? I, when I think of the Cardinals and what they mean to me, I always think of home. It kind of goes Mm -hmm. back to that it's my mom's team, it's my mom's family's team. Their side's just always been so much more into baseball than my dad's more nuclear family. And Mm -hmm. um, it's also the only stadium I've ever really, I've been to from Major League Baseball, at least. And so when I think of it, I just think of the times, the three, four games I've been there for, and it's always just felt like home, being in the stadium. It's just such a crazy feeling. Um, Yeah, when I think of the Cardinals right off the bat, I always just think of home. But Mm -hmm. it's always also... I feel the last few years, it's been a more shift in the dynamic of it, but I always feel like we've also been more of that, that old school ball, especially having Pujols, Holiday, Wainwright, Molina are, you know, big, big pillars for the team. And now that we're down to just Wayno and Yachty being there, it's definitely shifted I think a lot more from that older generation to now we've got so many new kids so many so many minor leagues but brought up every week that it's really starting to shift to more of that how kind of like the Cubs were last year just such a young team so it's tradition meeting new for me awesome those are I that's like that's just such a terrific way to describe the way you feel about the team um you know, it's interesting, though, with all of the young players coming up, it seems like, from an outsider's perspective, the Cardinals do fewer sort of rebuilding periods than other teams because they have a really strong farm system. So I was doing some, some digging and discovered that basically, like, the Cardinals invented what is the current, like, minor league farm system. Like, before they did it, nobody was doing it. Yeah, that's that's what's yeah. always been one of my favorite things about them is how we really, really just put that effort into those those young kids and get them ready for the next step so that they, as soon as we need them, they're ready to go. 
it's it really shows because you know the um, you know as a Mets fan and Mets fans will have, will tell you this, we are always rebuilding with brief periods of success. But it's either a disaster or oh my God we're in the playoffs or we're in the World Series. Um, but they're never just a steady 88, 90 wins, um, you know, in the race team. You know, and what my, you know, what my co-host Jay and I always say is, you play for meaningful games in September, and I'm not going to get any of those this year. Um, Allie and I have a tradition where, uh, for the past couple of years, when the Mets and Cardinals have played one another, we have placed a wager on it. And the wager is your standard $10,000 per game. Um, yeah, we're not, we're not wimps here. So at this point, I'm probably 50000 in the hole to you on just games. But then, last year during the election, I had stated that if Hillary Clinton did not win the, the general election, that I would give you $10 million. $10 million. So, so I now owe you ten million and ten million and fifty thousand dollars. That's um, true. So you are now the highest paid podcast guest of all time. Yes, I'm putting that on my resume. It's fine. It's finally paying off. <laughs> um, so, who are your your favorite? Um, I, I'm, I know who your favorite current cardinal is. This is true. Taking taking Yanni Molina out of the picture because he's actually a favorite of mine. I've said for a couple of years that I hope he is the first Hall of Famer with neck tattoos. I just hope he is. I do, um, too. I can really but, get behind that. So Yanni's your number one. On the current team, who are, who are the, the three people you really, you know, tune in for? I am really... as. It almost somewhat pains me to say it, but I am really, really liking Dexter Fowler. I am super glad we were able to get him from the Cubs. He has been filling just a desperate need for us in the outfield and the team dynamic itself. He's, I feel like the last couple of years, especially, especially last year, we were just going so hard at it that they were almost forgetting to enjoy the game itself. And right. that just brings this energy and this happiness to them, to the clubhouse that I can, I can just sense it and see it just watching interviews and games that they are so much just lighter on everything. And he's just really brought just a great need to the team that we were, yeah. we were missing. I really, I really like him. And I also like the fact that he's been very open about speaking about politics and race. Yes, um, Dexter is awesome about it. And I, I love following him on different social media accounts because of it too. I think he's, he's great. Um, hey, look, he, he was a cub. It's okay. That washes off. It's all it's right. A, it's fine. It's fine. He came, he, he saw the light and he came to the red team and the winning side. Well, he's, so after Dexter, who else do you are you really uh, excited about? I he's I'm gonna say him, even though he's technically not on the team because he was sent back down to the Redbirds. But he played. Um, he was brought up last year and played most of the year, and he 
um, was going through some difficult, just not really performing. Um, and he's been sent down. He's been there for a couple months now. But Aledmas Diaz, he okay. is our shortstop. And he's like only, I want to say like 22, 23, super young. But he, you can, like, just watching his plays, and he was batting like super crazy last year. Um, you can definitely tell that as we start, he starts aging and getting more of his skills honed in and getting more familiar with the game, even like he's going to be a great star player. Like, it's, he's just, incredible and i love watching him play he's last year he had so many different like highlights just from crazy catches and he's definitely some one of my favorites right now that's awesome i'm going to pause you for one second um there's actually somebody yelling outside of my window oh so welcome to la pause this recording and close the window because i think someone might be really getting into it here hold on just a moment (laughs) So third favorite Cardinal on, on the current team. It's kind of hard deciding that that last choice is always really hard. But I think I'm probably going to have to go with, because I'll have to pick a pitcher. And I think right now, probably Carlos Martinez. Yes, I he love Carlos Martinez. Has been on fire lately. And um, beginning of the season, he was the one to pitch the opening game and he was just absolutely on his game and then after that he had gone with some long silver silver dreadlocks and he couldn't (laughs) pitch for like three games after that and then finally and even as my dad said it after the second not so great game he got rid of the dreadlocks and he went back to normal. So he, of course, like any other baseball player, got onto the superstitious side and changed it and went back to normal. Um, he, yeah, he's just been on fire this season. And um, I just love when, um, for there's been a couple games where he has gone out and put in stars that we have lost in the last couple years, their numbers right on the mound. And every time he does it, I sit there, stare at the TV and ball like a baby. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. I Mets fans don't listen to what I'm about to say, but like, since we've known each other, if I'm playing fantasy league, I'll pick a Cardinal just so I have an excuse to follow the games. So I know what you're talking about. Okay. Hey, Mets fans. Welcome back. Um, <laughs> you forgot to say earmuffs. You should have just said earmuffs. Oh, uh, One of my other favorite things about him, though, too, is he is definitely, for the last few years, we've definitely had those, like, class clowns on the team in the dugout, and Carlos is definitely one of them. After every um, home run, the player, once he gets back in the dugout, will run, high-five everyone along the line, and he gets to Carlos. Carlos will dump them with water. Um, There was also, a couple weeks ago, a pregame interview with Carlos because he had gotten down and imitated everyone's batting stance, and it was all point, and it was hilarious the way he copied them. So if you guys need a good chuckle, I suggest you, you look that up on YouTube. I had no idea that there was such a market for batting stance copying. Because you know that there's a guy who does that, like, I don't know if it's professionally, but he, his name is, like, the batting stance guy. And he'll do, like, any player, past or present, he will do their batting stance. 
That is incredible, and I think I am in the wrong line of work. But like, who knew like that could be a, a career option? Yeah. Like who? Yeah. Like who would have thought that would have been the hot button? Right. I think his name is uh, is Gar Rhyness. So, anyway, batting stance guy. I I couldn't like pick out more than a half a dozen players' batting stances, but obviously teammates know it very well. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Same. Same here. So, all right. Let's see. I owe you a ton of money. I got a whole list of questions here, but we can't have this run too long. So, okay. Give me one, give me one favorite non-Cardinals player. Okay. So, I'm going to cop out on this one a little bit. Okay. He's a former Cardinals player. Okay. But I love him with all of my heart. And he is Joe Kelly, who is a pitcher for the Red Sox. And he, like Carlos at times, was a class clown, but I take it back. Joe was always a class clown. And when he was traded off, it was right before, because him and one of the other pitchers, um, Shelby Miller, were best friends. Mm -hmm. And they got traded away. And um, it actually just popped up on, like, my Facebook, like, years past, uh, a few weeks ago. Um, Joe was, like, the life of the party, always joking, always smiling. But they had a clip. They had shown a clip on the Cardinals channel from him just sitting in the dugout watching the game with Boston with just a blank face. And yeah. It broke my heart. And every time I watch that, I will still cry. And we just got to play the Red Sox not too long ago. And um, unfortunately, I worked all of those nights, so I didn't get to see any of the games. But my mom texted me as soon as he came out to pitch. And um, it's one of the really cool things that Cardinal fans do. Um, when former Cardinals come back, they will give them a standing ovation unless you are First Jason Hayward, then you get booed. But. First of all, you can't tell, but I am high-key rolling my eyes right now because that's not a – look, I know Cardinals, best fans in baseball. Best fans in yay. baseball. Yay, yay, yay. However, that tradition is caught on. Like other, other team, Curtis Granderson um, got traded from the Mets. Broke my heart, by the way. Got traded to the I Dodgers. The Dodgers were playing in Detroit, where Curtis Granderson started his career. He got a standing ovation, and that was three organizations previous. So, All right. That is pretty cool. That uh, is pretty cool. I'm not saying it's not cool that Cardinals fans do that. Maybe they invented it, but I it's certainly... It. I'm claiming it's certainly, it. Okay. It's a good <laughs> thing I can't fact check that. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. No, I don't. And I, plus, I don't think you get like copyright uh, an applause break. So, anyway, let's just assume you created it. Good job. I like that thing you did with the, with the uh, cheering. It's nice. Thank you. I uh, for for all of Cardinal Nation. I thank you. Well, I mean, you know, like sitting ovations were great. And when I grew up, just sitting ovations. That's what we had. And then one day, everybody got up. Like, holy shit. What are we going to call this? It's like a sitting ovation, but standing. <laughs> and that was shortened to standing ovation. So anyway, there we go. Okay, so I'm going to ask you an obvious question to close out here. Because the question was, what are your predictions for the rest of 2017? Well, Major League Baseball in 2017. 
but I know you're going to say the Cardinals win the World Series. Well, so I have facts to back it up. I know, I know you're going to say Cardinals <laughs> win it all, but who did they go through? Oh, man. So, who else makes the playoffs in the National League? Obviously, obviously the Dodgers, because Dodgers. they're on a freaking warpath. Yeah, the Dodgers and the Nationals are pretty much a lock. Yeah. So who makes it? Who wins the Central? The Cardinals, obviously. Uh, this is this is where you have me so torn because, uh, of course, going back to the baseball superstition, the last time the Cubs won the World Series, they had won the previous year, so they went back mm. to back. Got so it. there is history and tri- er, and repeating on well, the Cubs side, but. The last time the Cardinals won the World Series, we stared out the season exactly as we did this year. We won the opening, and it was also the last time we had an opening night at Bush. We then went to do super crap for the next couple weeks and then struggle back and then struggle some more and make it back. But also, there was once, not Rally Cat, but before Rally Cat was Rally Squirrel. And that also happened in 2011, the last so time then we you won had... the World Series. And this year you have the cat. Plus, wait, have the cat. there's legal drama with the cat. There's... There is. There is. This just came out today. So supposedly, cat update for all of you people who are following at home. So they caught, the cat got out that night. They caught it. And then the one of the rescues in St. Louis found the cat. The cat has been with them. They, they've kind of cleared the cat. The cat's just been staying with them, doing, you know, making sure it's okay. Things like that. Cardinals came out right away and were like, we want this cat. Supposedly, there's been some legal battles, and the cat himself actually has a lawyer, too. But the uh, cat rescue organization did not think the Cardinals handled it very well and were making it seem very, very like, they just want this cat to make money. And um, just for the commercial purposes, basically, of the cat, um, I mean, September 10th, there is a honor nights where there's going to be free t-shirts that have rally cat's face on it um yes. so they have declined to give the cat to wow. the cardinals and this also came out like right after the cardinals had posted a thing being like yeah we're gonna get the rally cat so you don't rally see cat's face, it, faith is or fate is still up in the air he is currently in a foster home getting more healthy and um he's on medication to help get bigger because he only weighs a pound so after that they don't quite know for sure how they're going to figure out where he will go but we're all going to stay updated to it because all i really know is i really want that cat because it's really really cute we we often talk about when we're not uh recording conversations usually it's via facebook of pets on the field dogs and cats on the field is the best thing it is um I, yeah, I've been following the saga of Rally Cat very closely, but I wanted the local insider view. I just hope the cat's okay. I yes, I do too, and that's that's exactly why that he is not going to the Cardinals because they just want to make sure the cat is safe and not being exploited, basically. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, all of this just came out today. Google informed me on my phone, and I was like, "Well, this is great. I can know what's going on for when I talk to Will tonight." So, all right, so we won't dig too deep into the central because I know you don't want to jinx anything. It's but a little scary. 
Who? All right. So if the Cardinals win it all, who do they beat in the World Series? Oh man. Uh, I don't know. I I would hate would hate to go up against Boston. Yeah. We typically don't do too well against them. So that's going to be my hope is to not go against the the Red Sox. Um, yeah. All right. Anybody Honestly, but the Red Sox. Just, anyone but the Red Sox, I'd be fine with going okay. up. We'll take it. All right. So the Cardinals will win the World Series and not beat the Red Sox. Yep. Got it. Okay. That's we'll figure this out later. If we'll come, if and if this happens, we'll have to have you come back and talk about this later. Um, Great. But either way, thank you so much for taking the time to talk. Um, it is always a pleasure to talk baseball with you. And I would say, hey, call in any time, but it's not a call-in show, so you can't. <laughs> I would call in every week to remind you that the Cardinals are winning, but well, so that's probably a good thing. You know where to find me. Allie, thank you so much. Thank you for having me.